I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Amanda. You're listening to Seaside Seaside Stories. Hello again. We've told a few stories now revolving around one's fears or phobias. The phobia we're delving into today is more common than you think. Aquaphobia is a fear of water. Like all fears, it varies in severity. Some people are only afraid of deep water or strong waves, while others only fear swimming pools and bathtubs. Now, could you imagine what it would be like having such a strong fear of water that you avoided drinking it, touching it, or even going near it? Dr. Miller read the strange account over and over again. She had dealt with many phobias in her lifetime, but never one quite like this. She knew she would have to take her time treating this, but it would all be worth it in the end. This was, after all, her favorite part about her job. She kept pictures of all the patients she had helped over the years on a bookshelf in her office, and she was determined to put this one up there too. Dr. Miller mulled over a plan, though some forms of therapy focus on looking into the past to gain an understanding of the current feelings, she wanted to focus on Eli's present thoughts and beliefs. Her hope was to change his view much like a pair of glasses changes the way someone sees the world. Then, from there, she would slowly work towards exposing him to water, one drop at a time. They had an appointment that afternoon. She would place a glass of water on her desk, which she did for every patient, only now she wasn't so sure what beverage she could place, since water wasn't an option. As she poured the water down the drain in the small sink in her office, he walked in. Good morning, doctor. His voice was quiet, almost like a whisper but Dr. Miller was able to hear him very well at the same time. She motioned for him to sit, and he did. Good morning. She smiled politely. Would you like a drink? What can I offer you? Her patient stayed silent for a moment before speaking. If you have orange juice, that would be wonderful. As long as the water isn't pure, it's safe for me to drink. She made note of this. The phobia also made him feel unsafe. Dr. Miller grabbed him a bottle of juice, then returned to her seat. So, how do we start this? Eli said nervously. Dr. Miller smiled kindly at him. Wherever you want to, Eli. Why don't you tell me a little about yourself? He said nothing for a moment, gathering his words. Then he told his story. Dr. Miller listened, every now and then asking a question or two. She gathered that his aversion to water started when he was a very young boy. He couldn't tell exactly when it all started. It wasn't entirely unusual for him, though, since both of his parents kept their distance from water as well. Maybe his aversion was because he had never fully been exposed to water. No trips to the lake, like all his friends and their families. Nor was he allowed to go to any pool parties. It was almost as though they never wanted him near water. Almost like there was something in the water. Sometimes he would think about disobeying his parents by jumping into a pool of water anyways, but 
He never could bring himself to do it. Something inside him simply screamed whenever he had the thought. Once he thought it was a family allergy. Only when he asked as a kid, his parents would just shrug it off. Dr. Miller thought perhaps it was a tactic to control Eli, but from what he said, they let him express himself and gave him more freedom than parents with that sort of behavior would suggest. Okay, Eli, we're not going to get too much into stuff today, but I'm going to be sending you home with some homework. I want you to imagine yourself walking into a lake full of crystal clear water. Eli seemed to cringe at the thought, and Dr. Miller rethought, Okay, if that's too much right now, imagine yourself holding a glass of water. Sound better? Eli gave a small smile and a nod. Then, that was the end of Eli's first session. Eli came to every session after that, more determined than the previous to overcome his fear. Soon, he was able to go from imagining holding a glass of water to the real thing. How do you feel, Eli? He smiled, swirling the liquid in the glass. I... I feel good. I don't feel so nervous or afraid at all. Dr. Miller smiled in return. That's good. Do you feel up to taking a sip? He hesitated for a moment, but with a decisive nod, he took a hearty gulp, spilling some down his chin in his haste. But not a second later, he started choking and placed the glass down on the table in front of him. His skin began to bubble and slaw away like acid burning through metal. In Dr. Miller's moment of panic, she jumped up from the table, hitting it with her leg and spilling the whole glass all over him. He didn't scream or yell, just simply stared down at his wet clothes as steam rose from them, exposing rubbery dark green flesh and tentacles that dropped down from his chin. She watched in horror as he began to double and triple in size. Eli? She cried out, not knowing what else to say. Her voice fell on deaf ears as he threw the chair behind him out of the way. It was not Eli standing before her. He was no longer human, she thought to herself, before realization dawned on her that perhaps he never was human at all. She ducked out of the way as his arms and tentacles thrashed about, destroying the office around her. She needed to get out of there. The longer she stayed, the more danger she would find herself in. Eli continued to grow, now pressing against the ceiling. It groaned, then cracked, and the ceiling tiles were raining down on her. The lights flickered, then burned out altogether. She shook herself out of her shock and sprinted across the room for the door, throwing it open. Once out of the building and in the parking lot, she saw that he had grown some more, breaking through the roof and sending parts of the building to crumble at his feet. His path was one of destruction. Dr. Miller watched as he made his way towards the lake, not letting anything get in his path. Parked cars were crushed beneath his weight, Pedestrians running away were swatted away like flies, sending them off into distant buildings. When he finally stepped foot in the lake, it was like he, it, had finally returned home after years of being locked away. The creature was now some squid-octopus thing with 
Nothing decayed, it was once Eli. Keep the story in the back of your mind, my friend. You may think you have someone all figured out, right down to the final detail. But do you truly know what lurks just beneath the skin? Today's story was titled, There's Something in the Water, and was read by Aaron. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Seaside Stories Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to tune in every Sunday night for a new exciting episode. I'll see you next week. Bye!